0: Advent is probably my favorite season in the life of the church. I also really love the season of Lent, but there is something about this season where we fill our sanctuaries with this beautiful warmth and light. We hear incredibly beautiful music, and we gather together to talk about hope and love and peace and joy. We gather together to celebrate the goodness of God who has come to us in Jesus. And we come to give thanks for that promise that God is with us, that God is at work, and God is bringing up there, down here. I love this season. But there's another reason why I love it. It's because it's so different in the life of the church from what we're experiencing in the world outside of these walls, right? During Advent here in the church, we're encouraged to slow down, to pause, to reflect on our life and our faith, to pay attention to the ways that God is at work in our world right here, right now. But when we leave these walls outside of our time here, It often feels like we are just being rushed from one thing to the next. Our calendars are jam-packed with parties and concerts and dinners. We're being pulled in a hundred different directions with no time to rest or reflect. Outside of our time here, we are bombarded with sales ads and commercials for the latest and greatest stuff as if what we really need this year is more stuff. Outside of our time here in this place of worship, it can feel like we are just rushing our way through another busy holiday season, hoping to just survive. But we're here this morning, in this sanctuary, surrounded by a community of our neighbors, our family, our friends. The candles have been lit, beautiful music has been shared. We're talking about hope. Folks, we don't have anywhere else to be right now. Our cell phones are on silent. If they're not, they will be shortly. (laughs) And our emails and our text messages, they can wait for a few more minutes, can't they? I want to invite you to just settle into this time. To let God and God's spirit stir in your hearts. So that you can find a different way to move through this season. God is with us. Right here, right now. And so we ask God to help us to slow down and to take note of the ways God is at work this season. Now, during Advent here at St. Paul's, we are going to be singing a different song of the season each week of Advent. And we'll be looking at what it tells us about the mission of God in the world. This morning, we're beginning that series with the hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. I want to encourage you, if you're up for it, to take out the hymnal and turn to page 211. It's been a long time since we looked at hymnals. Page 211 It's where we find O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. And I want to encourage you to just keep that in front of you as we talk about it today. And following our sermon, we're going to have a time of musical reflection And you can keep it open during that as well. I want to tell you just a little bit about the history of this hymn, because history is always fascinating, isn't it? This is a hymn that was originally written in Latin and was used in monastic traditions to prepare for the Christmas season. So this has been a part of our Advent season and our Advent worship for more than 11 centuries. So this hymn has a deep history in the life of our church. And you'll see if you're looking at it in the hymnal that each verse has what is called an antiphon that is listed beside it. Do you see those? These are prayers or short phrases that can be spoken or sung after each verse. You'll see that for O come, O come, Emmanuel, each of those anaphons starts with O. O Emmanuel, O wisdom, O Adonai, O root of Jesse, O king of David, O dayspring, O king of the Gentiles. Because they begin with O, some people refer to them as the great O's, (laughs) Right? Now, their purpose is to help focus our hearts and our minds on what the coming of Christ means as a fulfillment of what's written in the Old Testament and what is written in the New Testament. Together, they remind us that Christ's birth is a fulfillment of each and every one of the promises that God has made. So when we look at this hymn in its entirety, we see that it is a statement of our faith. It is a summary of what we believe about the work of Jesus. It is filled with hope, and it is filled with longing. Even just musically, when you hear the hymn, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, you can hear that yearning, that longing for Christ to come and to save us, heal us, redeem us, deliver us. And so it is with each of those verses that our hearts are invited to see in faith the hope of what Jesus is doing. Bringing up there, down here. Showing us the heights and the depths of God's love. Making all things new. Showing us a way to an abundant and full life. You may have thought it was just another Christmas carol. But this hymn holds for us a rich history of our faith. And a really deep statement about what it is we believe that God has done in Christ. Now in our Advent candle reading that the lovets shared this morning we heard from the prophet Isaiah. And we hear in Isaiah, behold a virgin will be with child and will bear a son and she will call his name Emmanuel. And Robbie just read for us that scripture reading from the Gospel of Matthew where we hear about Joseph and we hear about his fear and anxiety and we hear about the angel who comes to him and says, Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Mary will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. And all of this will take place so that what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet Isaiah may come to pass. Now those are the only places in scripture where we hear that name, Emmanuel. So I want us to take just a a, a closer look at what's happening in Isaiah, and then why Jesus' birth is the fulfillment of that prophecy and that promise. Now, in Isaiah, we hear the prophet speaking to the nation of Judah and to their king. Now, their nation is facing a a deep, deep turmoil. They have two other nations who are threatening them, want to take over Jerusalem, and the people in Judah and their king are naturally afraid. And so God comes to them through the prophet Isaiah and tells them, do not be afraid. Stand firm in your faith. I am with you. Your enemies will not triumph over you. And if that's not enough, I will give you a sign. A child will be born and you shall call him Emmanuel. So in Isaiah, we see in the midst of conflict And chaos, God coming to speak a word of hope and to offer a sign, a child who will remind them that God is with them. This child is a promise to the people that God will deliver them, save them, that they have not been forgotten nor forsaken that God sees them in this moment of their greatest need and God chooses to draw near to save them. So we hold on to that as we look at what happens in Matthew where Joseph is worried. Joseph is concerned about what people are going to say and think and do when they hear about Mary's pregnancy. And his fear is so big that he's considering just sending her away secretly or quietly divorcing her. But then he falls asleep and an angel appears to him in a dream and tells him what? Do not be afraid the angel tells him that that child that Mary is carrying is in fact a fulfillment of God's promise because that child will save God's people. And so when Joseph wakes up, he does what the angel commanded him to do. He marries her and the child, Jesus, does in fact save God's people. Jesus comes to bring hope in a time of great despair. And that hope that Jesus brings is so powerful that it changes the world. And so in Isaiah and in Matthew, we see the people turning from fear, real deep fear, to faith. To faith in a God who draws near to them. A God who saves. A God who redeems. And so as we begin this Advent season, our prayer is the same. O come, O come, Emmanuel. For those places where our fear feels so overwhelming, be near to us, God. For those places where our despair threatens to wash over us, God, come and be near. This morning, as we move into our special music reflection with Barb Thornburg, I want to invite us to just lay those things bare. To let go of our fear. To perhaps even find hope for our despair. May we see the ways that God is moving in our world and in our lives. May we find hope in the promise God is with us. And may that hope that we find in Jesus Christ continue to change the world as it changes each of us. May it be so. Amen and amen.